The courts decided two cases on state and local government this week. In Myers v. Fetcher, 2021 ARC 230, the Arkansas Supreme Court, in considering an appeal arising under the Freedom of Information Act, reversed a circuit court's order holding that emails between a state employee and an employee of a private vendor with whom he had a romantic relationship were public records. Justice Baker reasoned that an individualized examination of each document is required to determine if it is a public record subject to disclosure or not. Quote, Myers was employed by the state as director of the Department of Information Systems, or DIS, from January 2015 until November 2016. Jane Doe was employed until August 2017 by a technology company that did business with DIS. While Myers and Doe were employed in their respective positions, they developed an intimate personal relationship and communicated frequently. In November 2016, Myers resigned from his employment with DIS after a legislative audit disclosed that he was under investigation based on allegations that he had improperly authorized $8.2 million for the purchase of equipment from a vendor that was represented by Doe, someone with whom he had a romantic relationship. In this case, the circuit court performed the required in-camera review of the messages at issue and found that the messages could not be separated. However, in reviewing the plain language of Art Code and Section 2519-1037A, the content of each record considered for disclosure must be reviewed to determine whether it reflects the performance or lack of performance of official functions that are or should be carried out by a public official or employee and therefore qualifies as a public record. Art Code and Section 2519-1037A. Here, because these messages are individual, sent on different days, and sent at different times, the messages are not all interrelated and inextricably intertwined as found by the circuit court. Rather, the messages in this case are capable of being sorted into private and public record categories. Therefore, the circuit court clearly erred by not determining whether each individual message met the definition of a public record. End of quote. On remand, the circuit court could also consider the right to privacy arguments. Special Justice Emily White joined in the majority opinion. Justice Wood wrote a concurring opinion, quote, I think the messages are public records under a plain reading of the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act. See Art Code and Section 2519-1037. See also Pulaski County v. Arkansas Democratic Gazette, Inc., 370 Art 435 at 450-51. But I would still reverse and remand because the circuit court's finding that Doe's constitutional privacy interest is not sufficient to shield any of the records from disclosure was clearly erroneous. Without a hearing, the circuit court lacked the necessary evidence to perform the correct constitutional analysis. End of quote. A dissent written by Justice Webb reasoned, FOIA establishes the right of the public to be fully apprised of the conduct of public business. This right to disclosure is the general rule and secrecy is the exception. 
Disclosure is favored when a romantic or personal relationship between two persons is indistinguishably intertwined with the business relationship between the government and the third party. Pulaski County v. Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Inc., 370 Art 435 at 443. End of quote. End of decision. In Energy Arkansas LLC v. Arkansas Public Service Commission, 2021 ARC App 506, the Arkansas Court of Appeals dismissed an appeal which had challenged Public Service Commission orders because there were pending unresolved requests for rehearing. Judge Brown explained, The general rule, pursuant to Rule 2A1 of the Arkansas Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil, provides that for an order to be appealable, it must be a final order. Finality is a jurisdictional requirement, and its purpose is to avoid piecemeal litigation. For a decree to be final and appealable, it must dismiss the parties from the court, discharge them from the action, or conclude their rights to the subject matter in controversy. It must also put the court's directive into execution, ending the litigation or a separable part of it. A decree that contemplates further judicial action is not final. In Fowler v. Arkansas Public Service Commission, this court held that the final order rule was applicable to PSC cases. Following the reasoning used in Gina Marie Farms v. Jones, this court held that our jurisdiction is nevertheless appellate jurisdiction, and the final order rationale is as logically applicable to appeals from the Public Service Commission as to appeals from the Workers' Compensation Commission. End of quote. In this case, the PSC rulings demonstrated that the agency's intent was to make rulings on the requested relief. One of the orders noted, As noted in Order Number 12, the issues raised in EAL's petition and the AG's petition involve many of the same issues as raised in EAL's petition for rehearing of Order Numbers 4 and 5, filed December 13, 2019, and the AG's petition for rehearing of Order Number 4, filed December 13, 2019. Therefore, as with the previously granted rehearings under Order Numbers 6 and 8, the Commission will allow the parties to respond to the particular issues raised in the petitions and then will consider and rule upon the substantive issues raised in these petitions for rehearing after all appropriate filings have been made. End of quote. In setting out the party positions, the Supreme Court noted, Entergy contends the PSC's rehearing orders were nothing more than an attempt by the PSC to delay the process. Specifically arguing that if the PSC was genuine about needing time for further consideration, it had a tool expressly for that purpose within RPP 4.14e. But instead, it chose not to utilize the limited rehearing rule, thereby only solidifying its argument that the petitions for rehearing should be deemed denied. In response, the PSC argues that it granted each request for a rehearing and set schedules for responses, briefing, and other proceedings to allow the parties to full of fully developed the issues raised in the petitions for rehearing before it ruled on the petitions. The PSC contends any declaration that it was attempting to evade judicial review is disingenuous at best because, in reality, it was merely following the statutes and its procedural rules to reach a final decision rather than a series of orders that have not been fully adjudicated. 
We find that the docket reflects the intention of the PSC to rule on the substantive issues raised in the petitions for rehearing. RPP 4.14 D6 gives the PSC considerable discretion by allowing it to respond to an application for rehearing by taking any order action it deems appropriate. Order number 15 states in relevant part that the Commission will allow the parties to respond to the particular issues raised in the petitions and then will consider and rule upon the substantive issues raised in these petitions for rehearing after all appropriate filings have been made. However, the PSC cannot do so with this appeal pending. End of quote. End of decision.